an episode you're you're doing something right it's a big one it's a big one i'm joey it's a big one i'm Haley. i am Shana. i thought you were gonna say you're a big one and i got real excited oh big boy well, you already knew that oh so. yes that's hey that's true that's true though that's true of course if you've never listened to the show before uh we usually are not this off kilter but sometimes eh, that, that depends but we're watching parks and rec sean you're working in parks and rec and we are getting Parks and Wrecked, and I feel like you might enjoy my drink today, the Blue Owl Brewing Lime Tastico Sour Mexican Lager with lime and salt, because it kind of tastes like a margarita. Ooh, and we I might know enjoy that. that Sean loves some Sean Margs. Sean does love some yeah. Sean Margs. Is that what you have today, Sean? Today, I have, I was drinking some Crown Royal Peach, which is really good, mixed that with some mango passing juice zero <laughs> sugar made by minute Maid, really good uh but i drank all of that and so now i'm just drinking a dose excellent nice. so you've had you've had a solid afternoon is what you're talking about and excited i assume like i am for the michael jordan and the chicago bulls the last dance documentary so um i am not uh um, oh never mind I, then <laughs> i've been giving hot takes to my friends all day um, but yeah, I couldn't give two shits about this documentary, but I don't feel like it's appropriate for me to go off on that in this, in this forum, seeing that you grew up in Chicago. So I'm, I'm assuming you're very excited about it. So he I don't has, wanna, uh, he's scheduled his entire day around it. I, I don't want to give my opinions about it. And just cause it wouldn't be proper for someone who, uh, lived under Michael Jordan in that city. <laughs> I'm just excited for something like sports related that is not watching two NBA players playing 2K and yeah. having no With commentary. No commentators. <laughs> oh my God. It's so frustrating. Like they didn't think this out. Ronnie, whoever Ronnie 2K is, he is the most boring person. He, I guess he's the 2K ambassador. They need a new ambassador because he is. <laughs> no, it's boring. They, he they plays in all Chris- the, uh, all the games, I think. Right. And the celebrity games. I feel like I always see Ronnie 2K's name, but couldn't point know. him out in a crowd at all. They should have had Chris Smooth, Smooth with a V, commentating these games, saying Splash, or That's BS, or Come on, Cut, or just any of that. <laughs> any of that would have been more exciting than what that was. I watched the first match, KD and uh, uh, the dude from the Heat that won the dunk contest. Um, oh, yeah, Derek Jones Jr., yeah, after that, I was like, man, I'm out. Like, this is boring. I'll watch some other better YouTube gamers play NBA 2K. <laughs> so it's 
It's not fun to watch. I've been watching it because a lot of people have been playing it on Twitch, and I'm a constant viewer on Twitch. However, there's a group of people, they play the reality show Survivor in Animal Crossing on Twitch, and that's entertaining because people get voted off and all that good stuff. They made a reality show out of it. That's pretty interesting. It's it's pretty funny because somebody got voted off, and they were betrayed, and it was, it was pretty good. But as far as just watching someone play Animal Crossing regular, no, not entertaining. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we will uh, limit the viewing of Animal Crossing to this episode to none. Yeah, none. <laughs> I do sometimes think it's fun to watch someone catch a fish if it's like a hard to catch fish. But other than that, yeah, pretty, pretty freaking boring. Also have spent a lot of my time watching other people play Animal Crossing because I have a lot of siblings who like that game. And I also like that game. Do y'all intend on getting the new one? Uh, my brother had ordered it. Okay, so it's this whole story. But basically, my brother was going to order it. And then his girlfriend was like, nah, boo, I got you. I'm going to order this for you. So then she did. Well, then COVID, right? So it gets delivered to her house. And her she lives with her grandparents, I think. And they will not let her leave the house. So she has the game and it's at her house. And he's like, Really wish I would have just ordered it my own self and got it delivered to my own house. So I posed the question to them the other day, like, why can't she just leave it like outside for you and then you Do come some pick it contact. up? How yeah, the, the grandparents won't. Allow, okay, I understand. Never mind. I'm about to say, but like, she could get them sick, so never mind. Like, yeah, exactly. But that's woman. why I. Th- well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, she has to live by their rules, and they're very. Um, they are. They do actually have a lot of rules. Um, they're very religious too. So there's some rules that are based around their religion, but this one is just a simple, like, we don't want you getting exposed to anything and we don't want to be exposed to anything, but I still think she could leave it outside, like behind a bush or something. And he could arrive five minutes after she has done this and pick it up and it would be fine. So I think he's going to maybe try to orchestrate that. I don't know. I need to check in, see if he's done that yet. Who's getting groceries? They're probably getting them delivered. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have no idea. I just know that he was disappointed that he hasn't gotten to play it yet. Same. Oh, yeah? You're disappointed, too? Or you're disappointed for him? Disappointed for him. Yeah, makes sense. And that's probably as good a time as any to hop into trivia. Oh, no. I don't think Sean or I are ready for trivia today. Oh, boy! Well, Sean sounds (laughs) like he might be. (laughs) Unclear, but uh, just a quick refresher. Haley with the eight to five lead. Meanwhile, are we going to ten? Should we just make a decision? I always thought it was just to the end of the season, but yeah, I well, guess. How we long can. is the season? How many episodes do we have left? Eight more. Oh, so long. I mean, we don't have anything else to do because COVID nineteen. All we, right, we might as well go. Let's go to people. the end of the season. <laughs> Oh. They are kind of uh, obscure, I'm not going to lie, but uh, I hope that you were paying attention. Wasn't. Because here we go. The first one's actually probably the least obscure, but Sean, it is for you. Whilst in the pawn shop, Chris Traeger picks something up. What is it? Uh, nipple rings that belong to the pawn shop owner. Correct you, uh, we mostly... 
Yeah, I remember seeing him. I was like, I saw him from somewhere, but I couldn't remember where. He tried to take my Anne away. By running away. Yes. Hey, man, fight or flight. Good fight tactic. or flight. All right. Or freeze. Sean gets the question first. Haley, your first question. In Tom's wedding speech, what movie does he quote in his opener? Don't know. All right. Sean, Sean do, do you, you know? know? Oh, uh, he. No, I don't know. So we're going to guess. We're going to go with Lost in Translation. <laughs> uh, no, it's Hitch, the Will Smith movie. Oh, yeah. ah, it was Hitch. He said that. Ah. I do remember that now. Yes. <laughs> I like Lost in Translation as your choice. The uh, very famous wedding movie. Yes. <laughs> All right, Sean, your second question. This is probably the most obscure one, but. No, they were in Anne's house a lot. Because Anne lives across the street from the lot. Yeah. So they're, they're in Anne's abode, and Leslie is about to leave, and she's like, there's not even time for what? And then she's like, oh, there's always time for this. What is it? Um, Give me a sec. Let me think about it. There's not time for... Um, shoot. Does Haley remember? Do I need to take more time trying to figure this out? <laughs> Haley does remember. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I I don't remember. I'm sorry. I I uh I pass. Okay. So I don't remember the guy's name exactly, but basically Anne says that for the past 8 years she's been watching a lot of this show that's maybe called like they have to make clothing and get it ready for the runway. And so Leslie's walking out the door and she's like, there's not even time to do this impersonation of whatever the guy's name is. And then she comes back and she's like, wait, 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 there's always time to do that. And then she says it to Anne. So half. Okay. But yeah, I was yeah. thinking a half point for it. You know, the description. Wait, what name? Uh, it's Tim Gunn from project runway. Yeah. Oh, okay. Contestant shot design. <laughs> That's a terrible yeah, presentation. Start Can't design. do it. Cannot do it. All right. So, Sean, you're up one to half. <laughs> she only got I've half. already forgotten the same one. <laughs> really rolls off the tongue. Tim, Tim Gunn is his Tim name. Tim Gunn. Uh, how long, this is Haley's question, oh, how long Haley. were Ben and Chris supposed to be in Pawnee? Eight weeks. That is correct. Yay. And then they've been here for three years instead. How wonderful. Love it. Love it all around. So, Haley, with the one and a half to one point lead, Sean, you uh, teased this third question no! before we started. Why couldn't it be Haley's question? RIP everyone's Maybe ears. Maybe it's both of our questions. <laughs> and RIP future Joey's ears when he's editing this. Uh, it's, it's actually going to be both years' questions. And Sean, as the person in last place right now, down one and a half <laughs> to one and eight to five overall, you get first bidding at this. There are four people. Mm. That are Indiana lookalikes. We are not counting Lil Sebastian as one of them. These are four people, not miniature horses. I only know one. <laughs> Sean, can you name two of the four? And then Haley will name the other two. 
How about we each name one? Fine, you can go back and forth. Sean, you name one, then Haley will name David one. David Louderman. That is correct, Haley. Latoya Jackson. That is correct, Sean. There's four? Yes. Larry Bird wasn't one of them? Larry Bird was not one of them. No, I would have remembered that. Ugh. If it's any hint, at this point now, either one of you can just yell out a name. If it's any hint, one of them is a musician, and one is, I guess, an entrepreneur is probably the, a businessman of sorts. Hmm. It was a rocker guy with long blonde hair and a bandana. That does narrow it down quite a bit, I think. <laughs> yeah. I just don't, I don't know these bands. Man. I don't know I the other one. To this. Well, I guess uh, we're not going to be welcoming Sean to the jungle anytime soon. That's nice. It's Axl Rose. Yeah. Was the rocker dude and then Orville Redenbacher. Oh, yeah. Dang it. I was even thinking about uh, he his was taking like, pictures. Yeah. He had a he had a fro, right? Uh kind of like a big bushy like. No, Colonel Colonel Sandersy. Did he? No, let's go back and pull that image up. I swear he had like curly hair that was like puffed out. No, or was the person taking the picture with him having maybe puffed the, out hair? Maybe the person taking. Yeah, the picture, not yeah. over over red Bacher had like. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have over. that hairstyle, which is why I was confused. But I must have just looked up, saw the puffy hair guy, and saw the popcorn box, and then looked away. Dang it! I do remember. I didn't remember Axl Rose, but now that you said that one, I remember Orville. Okay, we yeah we did great with that one. Haley Continue. with the victory. She wins nine to five. Dolly Parton. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought there was one more. Mm-hmm. We did three. Yeah. We just did bad. Yes. Got it. But you came out victorious. And not every win's going to be pretty. Sean, we're going to see this in the Last Dance documentary, the 97-98 Bulls season. That was a time when uh, expansion teams had just come into the league. So there were a lot of ugly wins. A lot of 76-71 uh, wins. A lot but of 69-65. No, the point is that you can still win, even if it's ugly. And I think that's what you did okay. here today, Haley. So kudos. So I'm the Bulls? I think just that was just the general oh, NBA landscape. Just the general NBA landscape. You were the winning team during the 1997-98 NBA season. Okay. And Sean was the losing team in this case. Okay. Yes. The analogy tracks. Got it. But speaking of losing teams, Sean, what happened in this episode? <laughs> huh. Losing teams. What happened in this episode? So we were left on a cliffhanger. From last episode, where at the gala, Ben and Leslie said, let's get married. Even though it's not for another three months, they're saying, all right, let's do it tonight. So we pick right up where that conversation was, and they're still going along. So they got to plan it out. So they're looking at each other, but then they decide that they can't see each other since it's their wedding night. I liked so that they're, talk- <laughs> they're talking back to back while because they kissed right before they turned around. So Ben just has this lipstick on his face. Um, on his- yeah, on his mouth while they're talking back to back. And they're signing out duties. Um, Anne is in charge of the wedding dress. Tom is the officiant. Uh, Donna and Jerry are in charge of making sure the gala, the rest of the gala goes off smoothly. Uh, Ron is in charge of rings. 
no. No, Chris. Chris is in charge of rings, but Ron is with him. No. He was. No, Ben was with him. Ron ben was with doing him. something else. What the hell was Ron doing? He made the ring. Oh, he no. Ron just had to walk him, her down the aisle. I think. Oh. I don't think he had another duty before that. But yes, ultimately he did make the ring. <laughs> Said uh, duty. Um, Andy and April are in charge of getting the marriage license, and so Andy and April they break in the city hall. Well, I mean they work at city hall, so they didn't break in. But they still kind of broke in. April knew where the marriage licenses were, so she broke into that office. They had flashlights. She pulled the drawer and got the blank licenses out. Um, and Andy's like, I guess we got to commit all the crimes we can today because tomorrow I'll be a police officer. Yeah, because Andy hasn't found out about his police officer test yet that I guess Chris Traeger knows about, but nobody else. So he's been bragging all episode um, about. And you then know, what happens with that? I mean, you just want me to jump to the end of that plot? Like- Mine as well, yeah. <laughs> um, so they're at. They're at the, they're at City Hall. No, because like. Okay, it's fine. Yeah. yeah <laughs> okay, so they get the licenses. They, they get the license. They're very successful uh, with their uh, task. Um, yes. Ben and Chris go to a pawn shop to get wedding rings. And the guy tells them all we got is nails and rings. So he pulls out a tray full of nails and rings. And they find some rings, but they realize that they're uh, nipple rings. And the pawn shop guy is like looking up, like, I don't know. And that's how they figure out that they belong to him. Um, <laughs> but and so they're very unsuccessful. Unlike Andy and April, they were yeah, unsuccessful they, at finding. They try these several places. They go to Ben's house because his mom had given him like a box of jewelry. There's nothing in there except a tennis bracelet and a necklace, which I thought was going to be trivia. Dang it. Uh, And then they go to Anne's house. They're looking through her jewelry. And Chris is like, dang, Anne has terrible taste. And then that's when Ron comes in. Ron comes and saves it because they're at Anne's house and they're just kind of milling around. And then Ron, you know, Ron's a big candy man. He's like, do you think Anne will miss this? He called it something, but it was pretty much a light on the wall. A sconce, I think is what a he said. A sconce. Do you think Anne will miss his sconce? And like, no. And he just rips it off the wall. <laughs> Doesn't unscrew it, just rips it off. <laughs> and so I'll jump to the end of this. So those, so he uses the metal that was in that sconce to be the wedding rings. Um, and in the hot closing, it shows, it shows exactly how he did it. He like... Yeah. Took, the, took the metal, melted it down, put it in a waffle iron. He's like, it, it's easy. Yeah, it was like super complicated. He's telling us how easy it was, and he made it into two rings. So it's like if you just have these four tools, any schmo can do it. Yeah, I don't know why people buy wedding rings. Like, yeah, but he like <laughs> melts it down, puts it in, and uh, what what kind of waffle maker was it? It was like a. I don't know, like an iron waffle maker. Then he gets it out of there and then he puts it on. He like breaks it apart and then he shapes it around this thing and then he, you know, burns it. So it's like. He polishes it. Yeah. And they turn out. But it only takes him less than 30 minutes. So. Oh, and then he fixed Anne's wall, which I was happy about, too. Right. Yeah. He paints the wall back. Um, Yeah. Let's see. So the wedding rings are successful. Um, the dress. 
the dress. Oh, the dress. They. Oh man. So, <laughs> so it. Okay. Um, Leslie. Leslie being Leslie, they went and saw her wedding dress, and of course it's not done because the wedding isn't for another three months. It's just, and she's like, "What kind of wedding dress designer doesn't finish a wedding dress three months before it's supposed to be ready or whatever?" And so they don't know what to do, but Anne gets the bright idea to uh, take out all the newspaper clippings of all of her and her heroes' successes, and that she uses those clippings to fill in the patches on the wedding dress, and Leslie loves it. Of course, yeah, she it's does. like this like fluffy skirt of all yeah. of her accomplishments, which is cool. Right, and so I guess you know Anne did a good job finding the wedding dress. Um, the uh, so the gala, they were supposed to get married at eleven oh one, right when the gala ended. So they start the wedding ceremony. Oh, um, Tom is the officiant, but he can't get, he can't be a registered minister. He can't be ordained. He can't be ordained until twenty four hours later. Jerry just happens to be ordained. Um, and they were first gonna let. Jerry just read off all of Tom's sayings, but then they decide that Tom will just read off all he wants to say, and Jerry will just come in at the end and say the important pieces when they get married. Um, so that, I guess that works out. So the wedding starts, and Champion is there. I guess Champion was a, a ring bearer, because uh, he was there briefly, and you saw him going down the aisle, and I yelled, Champion! Um, and tried to give him a hug through the TV screen. <laughs> uh, but uh, he uh, the wedding starts is going smooth until Councilman Jam shows up and he's drunk and he's just booing, just booing the entire wedding because he's losing out on a bunch of the cut he was going to get from Punchburger if the lot was changed, it was turned into a Punchburger instead of a. Uh, uh, Which I feel like him, I feel like the fact that he admitted that out loud is like enough evidence to dismiss him from his position. Yeah. You know? But uh, he has a he has his aunt's uh, loudspeaker, bullhorn, whatever, megaphone, whatever you want to call it, and so he's just interrupting, drunkenly interrupting the wedding. So Ron in, ends up getting up and. They have a discussion. He tells him to leave. Jam says, nah. And so Ron punches him in the face, knocks out uh, Jam's tooth. They both go to jail. But Ron gets bailed out, and Jam doesn't because he's, you know, drunk. Um, and so then. They, and because the police love Leslie. Yeah, the police love Leslie. They don't care about no Jam. Um, yeah, he's a jerk. So they go back. So Leslie was not going to continue the wedding without Ron. Because Ron, uh, Leslie did not have a father figure or any brothers. So she waited until Ron got out. And then they continued the wedding in City Hall. Um, and it, was, it wasn't it was all those people that are at the gala now. It's just the main people uh, that were um, that are part of the main cast. Donna's singing, I guess, whenever the bride processes into to the altar, which is weird. She had more lines than normal in this episode. Uh, but half of them were song. Which yeah. is like this is the first time we've ever heard her sing, and she's sort of doing like an operatic song at first. Um, yeah, intense. Yeah, it was like oh, didn't know she had this in her. Um, 
yeah, we found out that everything happened. They got the license. They got the rings. They got the dress. Um, Tom says Tom was super nervous, but Jerry just tells him to speak from the heart. Jerry peed on himself earlier in this episode too. But, oh, because he was so excited about little Sebastian. Oh yeah, that's impersonating. That's supposed to be a little Sebastian impersonating at the gala, whatever. But uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Tom, Tom's super nervous. Jerry tells him just to speak from his heart, not use the note cards to try to quote all this stuff. So Tom does that, and then Jerry swoops in at the end. Uh, do you take this person to be your husband? And wait, their vows. Chris had his vows. He's not Chris. Ben had his vows. He said those. Leslie left her vows on a computer of 70 pages. People were starting to complain. Like, no way, we can't do this. But then, so Leslie just says what she has from her heart. And then Jerry finishes off the wedding. They kiss, and they have a great time. They get super drunk. Leslie's in her office talking to the camera, and everybody's drunk in her office, just passed out, except Ron. Ron is in his office enjoying a whiskey. And Ben say, like, hey, you want to get out of here? And they leave. And the episode ends with them being married. Yay! Yay! Haley, you can continue with what Chris, not Chris and uh, Andy, as far as his police test results. When 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 he found that out. Yeah. So uh, I guess April and Andy are in Ron's office, and Andy's feeling pretty down because he found out that he didn't pass. And he's not going to be on the, you know, on the police force. And April's like, dude, you're amazing. You tried so hard and you got so far and it's okay. And I love you. And Andy's like, yeah, but I suck. And then Chris comes in and he's all like, what's going on in here? And he kind of has a nice smile on his face. Like he understands what's happening. And then April explains it. And Andy's like, yep, I'm just telling her how she should leave me. And then uh, Chris this gives is, him. This is also our quote of the episode. Oh, go ahead, Johnny. Where <laughs> there's a couple of good ones. He says that April should leave him for Orin, which is just very out of which, the blue. Which yeah, I was like, what? Uh, but the one that I personally like the most is how uh, close only counts in horse grenades. And then April. Oh like, yeah. What? And he goes, "It's a saying." Because if you're playing horseshoes and then you throw a grenade at a horse, it doesn't have to be that close and you can still blow the horse's legs off. It's from the movie Seabiscuit. And that's when Chris walks in. Just all, it's all wrong. All of that is wrong. <laughs> Although, I mean, the throwing a grenade at a horse part is probably right. Like, you probably don't have to get that close to blow a horse. It doesn't have to be that off. close. Yeah. So that part is maybe somewhat accurate. No. But the rest is just horse crap. My best, uh, Grenade experience is probably from what? the GoldenEye games of tossing grenades at guards and or shooting it out of their hands as, they're th- as they've pulled the pin and are about to throw it, which is always fun. Good challenge for all you uh, GoldenEye players out there, even though there's probably many more first-person shooter games that have come out since then that you're playing instead. My best grenade experience is one time my Girl Scout troop was on some sort of trip together and we were on kind of like a, I don't know if it was, I don't even know what it was, but basically we we're on this like trolley thing and the song Grenade by Bruno Mars was on. And my mom was talking about how much she hates that song because it's yeah, so stupid. Yeah. She's like, why is he doing all these things? And how is he going to catch a grenade for her? But it's, it doesn't say that. It says for you, which, so I just <laughs> have this 
very vivid memory of my mom making fun of that song and going like, catch a grenade for ya and like over exaggerating the ya. And it's very funny to me. He also is dressed like Janelle Monet in that song. I don't think I've seen the music video. He's pulling a piano along a train track. For ya? Yeah, for ya, I guess. Yeah. Which I don't recall that being yeah, one of the things. For ya. <laughs> right? Like, I pull a piano down a train track for ya. Maybe not the track part. Piano down a train for ya. That doesn't make sense, though. I know, but he's it just fits walking more down a rhythm. train with a piano. Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't write. Maybe the song. he'd learn how to play the piano. But you won't do the same. I don't know. I have no rhythm. We found out. Not our finest Bruno Mars song, for sure. I guess I always knew, but recently people keep reminding me how I'm terrible at singing and rhythm related to singing. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Anyway, that's that. Sean, do you have any grenade stories you want to share? No. Um, I played Call of Duty last week. Beat that game. Died. Yeah, duty. Oh. Leslie said it twice in this episode. So, and Andy was very, very pleased. But no, I don't have any uh, duties. Oh no, grenades. <laughs> <laughs> to uh. Or duties. <laughs> Nice. Nobody left a grenade at the rec center while they were taking a shower this week. Thank God. But they did leave a piece of poop. <laughs> no, no duties either. Wow. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Not, not this week, Joey. Okay. Not this week. Thank God. Yeah. This week was a clean sweep S- slate. Yeah, sweep. That's better. That's a better. Like the like basketball. No. Yeah, basketball. <laughs> hey, what's that better? No, you mentioned how it wasn't that clean. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. It's not here nor there, but you know what is here? Uh, no. Top five. But I'm you get caught up in the top five. Okay, I guess. Um, Haley with another well thought out top five. Guys, I've been really trying to think about a top five for this episode, but I don't really have anything. Like I, Joey mentioned something about weddings. I don't even remember what the proposed category was but i was like that doesn't work or maybe sean did i don't know and then i was like well maybe i could do top five celebrity impersonators i'd like to see but i honestly can't even really think of five celebrity impersonators that i necessarily care about seeing i'd rather just see the celebrities i guess but um yeah top so five maybe... COVID 19 activities Haley says done okay i can do that that i can do guys the top five I can handle. Number five. All right, number five is gonna be just a lot of work. Actually, I've been so normally when I work from home, I'm not a very productive work from homer. I I tend to be the person that's like, no, no, I won't work from home. I will go to the office. So I just work better in that setting. But because I brought. So at work, I have like dual monitor set up. So I brought that home and with that and separating myself, like actually working in a different room, not on the couch where the TV and other things are accessible has been really helpful. So top five is being a productive employee at this time. Uh, number four. <laughs> number four 
it has got to be cooking. Uh, I've been cooking a lot more than I normally do. Sean, you know, neither Joey nor I cook that much. And when we do. <laughs> Wait a minute. I know. Because <laughs> you do know, Sean. You've been, you've been around. Um, like, we'll cook some things. Like, there's certain things that I will put the effort in and cook. But I don't have a big repertoire of, of recipes or things. And for people in similar situations, I cannot recommend highly enough the book Mark Bittman's How to Cook with Everything, which I believe I have plugged on this podcast before, but it's great. You just pick an object that you have. You pick some kind of food, pork, eggplant, whatever chicken, whatever you want. He did pick chicken the other day, Joey did, and it was delicious. Like a lot of times we'll just make chicken and we'll put whatever seasoning on it. And then sometimes it turns out like really dry or oh, whatever. Oh, that was actually my own creation. Well, whatever that was the other day, it was so very I good. should be in this book. Uh, but he has a pork recipe, which and a steak recipe. I hope Mark does not. I mean, he's got recipes for everything, but a pork recipe that I recently made uh, that, uh, Sean, I believe actually the last time you were here to record, I was making a similar thing where you add some white wine and garlic to the mix after oh, yeah. initially cooking the pork chops. And holy smokes, it's so good. Yeah, you sent it to me. You told yes. me you got to make it. Yes, yes. Yeah, it was And you good. haven't done it yet, and I'm <laughs> thoroughly disappointed <laughs> in it. So yeah, just been, you know, putting a little bit more effort into cooking and making the time to cook and and figuring that out and like planning ahead for meals instead of just being like, oh no, I'm hungry right this second. What should I do? I'll just eat a bunch of hot Cheetos and five carrots and pretend that's dinner. So yeah. Number three. Number three has been reading. I kind of made a new year's resolution to myself, but I didn't say it out loud, but now I will, that I was going to try to read a lot more, at least one book a month, ideally two. Um, and I have more than kept that, um, with this COVID, uh, stay at home, shelter in place, social distancing type business. Uh, I've read, I think seven books so far this year and it is April right now. And then I also listened to two audiobooks, though, since I've been home, I haven't been doing any audiobooks, but that's okay because I've been reading more physical books. So it's been exciting. Reading is better than listening. Yeah. Number two. Yes, that is correct. Uh, number two, I've got to say, has been uh, just actually engaging more socially. Like, I tend to be pretty introverted and kind of a stay at homer. And I'll, I will go out and do something, but I have to be fairly motivated to do it. And it has to be someone I really care about that's inviting me at a time where like, there's a lot of what ifs and then I'll be like, okay, yeah, I'll do this. Uh, or if I'm already out, if I'm already out, I'll go wherever. But if I'm home, if I come home, that's kind of it for me. Like I'm home. Don't try to ask me to go somewhere after I'm home, you know? So not having to leave my house, but still being able to socialize, like uh, doing a Zoom call with all of my siblings and my mom and playing board games or having a happy hour for my friend's birthday. Or we, Joey and his family and I, we did like an Easter brunch and my sister. Uh, and then afterwards we did games and then we did some games with some other friends. So those types of things have been really nice and um, exciting. So that's been great. Hey, Lisa, using social distancing to become more sociable. 
Yeah. The ironing is delicious. <laughs> the ceiling yeah. is the roof. Um, number <laughs> one. Number one has been chilling in my backyard, either in my hammock or just like laying in the sun, taking a work call out there, doing some painting, hanging out with my dogs or my sister or reading a book in my hammock as I did earlier today has been so nice. I've had a hammock for a lot of years. Um, actually, the first one I got, someone gave to me as a gift, um, which was super cool. And I've done a lot of like camping in it and things like that, but I don't use it a lot at home. Um, and we have these trees that are not perfectly ideal for hammocking, but they work well enough. I kind of have hit into the fence as I lay in it, but whatever you get used to what you get used to, you know? Um, so I've just set up my straps over there and then I just, whenever I'm feeling like it and the sun's nice, go out there, hang it up, do some work, read a book, whatever. Did y'all let, is Merlin free to roam or is he still on? Uh... He's, he has reduced restrictions. So he is allowed to roam more than he was before, but he's not like fully a hundred percent free. Okay. But he's Merlin, been outside. He's been outside off the leash. Yeah. Yes. Merlin the dog. So I have been taking him out when I've been sitting in the hammock and letting him like hang out in the yard. And he and Franks are loving that. He really likes being an outside boy. Because I think partially because he was roaming the streets when he was found uh, and then, you know, eventually adopted by us. But so he was kind of a street dog for a while. Uh, so he, he knows about that life. And now he's all like, <laughs> oh, I got to be outside. I love it. Like he loves chasing birds and like eating pine cones, which we don't want him to do. <laughs> anything on the cone. ground. Yes. Literally anything this boy can pick up and eat. He picks up and eats. Because he, he had, very much he had to do that to survive. That's probably true, yeah. Well, he's also a baby, though. Like, they chew. When they're puppies, they chew on everything. They do this and they do that. But And he's a little bit of a digger. Like, he digs holes and tries to eat that stuff. And so he just gets dirt all under his claws. And he and Franksy are in very different parts of their life. So it's just interesting. But they like to frolic around together. And I think that's been good for... Now I'm just going on and on about Merlin. But I think that frankincense and myrrh have really bonded outside in their ability to just run around and play together and i think she tolerates him a little bit better than she did before so that's good i will never forget speaking of dogs outside joey and i sitting down to watch <laughs> selection oh, yeah. sunday this is my favorite story <laughs> and, oh, my. oh but it's our least favorite story. but before we do that guys we were caught up in the top five Top five. We were caught up in the top five. All right. Tell us that story. I'm so excited. No. I think it, we've told it before. Certainly it's, have. It's, but it's, it's time for a refresher. Every time I think of dogs in your backyard, with Joey and I, we had cooked. No, we ordered pizza. We had food of some sort. And we sat down to watch Selection Sunday 2019. And the, yeah. the, the, it was a beautiful day. Great weather. So we had the back door open. And. Franks was outside roaming around and, you know, selections are made. We're reacting to them. We see Franksy just strut in like she is the best. She is number one. She and did she the was. thing. And uh, she was proud of what she had done and she was ready to show it off. And she came in and we looked and she dropped it on the ground for us to see. And I ran to the stairs because uh, it was a dead mouse, yes. a dead rat, and we were just, <laughs> like, the, the back door is open, so if 
if someone was outside, like taking their dogs for a walk, they probably heard me and Joey just hollering very loudly. <laughs> oh no, no! <laughs> I can't believe. I don't like my reaction. I was very wimpy. I ran away from a dog <laughs> bringing in a dead rat to the into the house, and she doesn't know what's going on. I think I don't know, Joey. You can explain what you did. I I just know I went and hid at the staircase. This is why it's my favorite story. Because I wasn't there. I was at work. But the reason it's my favorite story is because I can imagine how proud Fringsy was of her accomplishment (laughs) as she strutted into the house and was trying to show off to you guys of like, look what I did. Like, this is me. And I did this. And I can like just knowing her, I can picture it. And it makes it like a thousand times funnier. Also, I can picture both of your reactions. (laughs) Well, in our panic as well, she picked the wrap back up so it's in her mouth still and i'm like you've got to let that go like you've got to drop it but i don't want to reach in her mouth and pull a dead rat out of it so i'm just trying to convince her please let this go so i can sweep it into a trash bag throw it out and we never speak of this again. and i'm sure and she's yet, just like but did you see it look look what i got i'm like yes i see it very good <laughs> please please drop it and she doesn't want to drop it because that's hers that's her prize that is her prize like she, but I don't think yeah, there was just a dead out. rat out there, just dead. Like she had to have caught the rat and killed it, and then brought it in to show her. Uh, <laughs> what based she on did. how she, based on how she chases like squirrels and birds, I would say yes, she probably very much enjoyed chasing it, cornering it, and killing it. Oh man! Like a true huntress. She a murderer at heart. Oh man! A hunter at heart. Hunter. Sounds bad. That is one selection Sunday I will never forget. I'm sitting there wondering if Texas is going to make the tournament. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert, they did not. (laughs) Oh, man. We had a good record. I mean, we had a good record against good teams. We had a terrible record against terrible teams and did not make the tournament. Sounds like this year as well. Yep. Good thing there wasn't a selection Sunday. We probably would have made the tournament this year, but oh, well. (laughs) That's what all the bubble teams can hang their hat on. <laughs> like, yeah, we totally would have made it. Yeah. All the good teams, we totally would have won this year. Joey's favorite, Syracuse, always finding a way to back Hate their it. way. They wouldn't have made it this year. They wouldn't have. That's my that's my <laughs> Joey holds on to that. They would not have made it. Ah, <laughs> oh, magical. Well, moving on to hopefully better things. Better than that story? Why not do a little cat? Categories. Cat categories. Better in the sense of uh, less traumatic for Sean and I. And the category <laughs> is picture something Frank's could. The category bring is going to be types mouth. of rats. No, it is not. Not. Not at all. Ravenous. Ratatouille. Uh, ravenous and ratatouille. That's all we got. Um, no, oh, and rat race from Price is Right. So just things with rat. Still in the, the name. best. Uh, Pro tip, if you're ever on Price is Right and can somehow uh, finagle what game you get, which I don't think you can. That's not how it works. I would highly recommend Rat Race as your game of choice because most car games kind of just like whatever, you know? They're kind of random. It's like if you know the price, it helps, but sometimes it's just like very difficult to get it. Rat Race, you can not only win a car, you can win two other prizes. You can win all three of them. You just got to pick the right rats. The right rats. Right rats. Right rats. Which I don't know if it's clear. I agree is also luck. To you all, our audience. But Joey loves him some prices right. Love me some prices right. I Oh man. 
we can get down at I've watched I've hole. watched some prices right at work during these slow times the past COVID times. COVID it's pretty weeks. great. It's pretty great. Drew Carey making making jokes. Yeah, he's pretty good. I like his expressions. I, I always feel bad when people leap up, like when they make it on stage and they just like leap into his arms. Aww. And he, I mean, I believe he's over 60 years old and he's I don't know. just breaking back. Yeah, I think he was born late 50s. Really? I feel like I looked this up one I'd time. I'd say he's around that age. If, mm. To if go not. off on another quick tangent, as Joey checks his phone for a message I just sent him on Facebook because it was quite <laughs> hilarious. Um Speaking of Ratatouille, I watched two Disney movie, Disney Pixar movies yesterday that nice. I hadn't seen before in Onward and Finding Dory, and I okay. cried like a baby for both of them. Onward, Onward, I was not, Onward, I watched in the morning, and my biggest nightmare, my biggest fear is losing my parents, and so the plot of Onward is, you know, they lose their dad, and they got one day to bring him back, and so I was all in my emotions from the start. Finding Dory, I was drunk, and um, <laughs> Dory also loses her family, and so the tears were flowing. I was reaching for things to grab and hold. Um, woo! That's all I can say. You Let's... needed a teddy bear. Woo! I did not have that's, a teddy bear. That's very intense. I also have not gotten a message from you, so I uh, what have I have no reaction it's, to it was what on you said. Facebook. I tagged you in something. Oh, you tagged me. Oh, I apologize. I apologize. I don't get those notifications. I have not seen Onward yet, but I heard it's very good. It's good. You should see it tonight. You I don't ha- have Disney Plus, though. Oh, looks like you just you need to a- ask me for my password. <laughs> oh, God. Looks <laughs> like you, I'm going to see another message from you in this a second. This is a poor idea. Poor idea. We're looking at a what video of a girl a yeah. putting a Mentos in a Coke. This child is like eight years old, and she tries to cover... The Mentos with her mouth, and the foam comes out of her nose as she. Yeah, it does. looks painful. It's like, what are you doing? why did they let her do this? And uh, clearly, do it to or with her. It comes so quick out of her nose. That's gross. Ooh. Um. But yeah. I mean, it's category. got almost 11 million views. So clearly, <laughs> so the parents seems, know what they were doing. It seems like she was instructed, or in her brain decided she was going to put her mouth over it as soon as it started, because she did that immediately, not even when the stuff was coming out. So that's crazy. So it's like, oh, you can hold it. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that. I did not. I put a skill in my nose as a child one time, and that was traumatic Ouch. enough as it was. And I couldn't get it out for a while, and it was at the dinner table. The rest of the family, no idea. No one was the wiser, but I was freaking out and adjusting to life yeah. with a skittle in the nose. This is... My life now. You were tasting the rainbow. Is what young... I'm smelling the rainbow more than anything. Did this result in a trip to the doctor? No, I got it out eventually. Okay. But it was... It's kind of like if you ever put your head in between banisters, like on a railing, you know? Apparently, I did this at a mall, and they had to call the fire department. Oh, no. I I don't remember, but it's a... Normally, people get out of it. It's a story my parents like to tell. Yeah. To anyone who will listen. <laughs> I regularly do that with my knee between like banister type things. That's um, just crazy. Uh, sure. As a lifeguard at, who guards the top of slide areas, you know, regularly in my lifeguarding career, uh, I have put my leg through many slats in the bars and then could not get my knee out for several minutes. But I always got it out eventually because there's no gate connected to my knee. So 
Better than your head. It certainly better than my head. Categories. Categories. As I as you may remember from trivia, there was Uh-oh. a mention of the Will Smith movie Hitch, a vehicle from I believe two thousand and five. Yeah, it's fine. It's gonna be a wild guess. Me and my brother have the same birthday. We'll look it up afterwards. I got a funny story about Hitch. Well, go ahead, Sean. No, it's not funny. I have a quick story about Hitch. Uh, oh, go for it. It's even better. <laughs> I've only had one girlfriend, and that hey, was... 2005. I was right. All right, sorry. Go on. And and <laughs> that was around senior year, oh four or five of high school, and we went. And the and girlfriend saw... was Will Smith. No, I'm sorry. Go on, Sean. <laughs> we went. Hitch is one of the movies we went and saw, and uh, now I hate that movie because um, things because it stole all your moves. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> Wait, no, what was what's the actual No, reason? no, things didn't go well, and so now Hitch yeah, is always attached. It reminds him of that time. Right, right. Well, dang, the categories is quotes from the movie Hitch. Oh, well, okay. We're all out. So it's no, it's uh, Will <laughs> it's Will Smith movies. Oh, we'll easy. start we'll start with Hitch. Cheetah, I robot. Independence Day. I am legend. Ooh, that's similar. Um seven pounds, is that what it's called? I think it's so. seven yeah, pounds, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Pursuit of Happiness. Men in Black 2. Men in Black 1? Hancock. The Legend of Bagger Vance. Uh, Suicide Squad. Ooh, that was a good one. Um, <laughs> oh, that was a really good one. Uh, Thank you. The movie... Uh, no, that's his kid. Fuck. Uh, um, <laughs> I was going to say Karate Kid, but his kid was in it, not him. Um, no. There's so many more. The Netflix one playing? where he's a cop and there's like an ogre partner. I was trying to think of what that one was called, too. Uh, and then there's the one where it's like a clone of himself. He has to beat himself. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, that's the new one. Yeah. What, what are these movies called? And then there's one where... Men in Black 3. Is he in Men in Black 3? No. He's not? I don't think he's in it. I don't think so. I feel like they would have shown him in the trailer, but maybe not. Maybe it's a surprise well, one. Well, there's four Men in Blacks. Oh. Aren't there? Because there's the one that's like K is younger, and then now they have the international one with... Uh, yeah. Men in Black 3. K is younger. Is he in that one? Yeah. Will Smith is in Men in Black 3, according ha! to Google. Quick Google. <laughs> After a 20-second delay. Gemini Man, I believe, is the one oh, Sean yes. was talking about. Oh, yeah, about. the new one is that. Yeah. Oh, shit. Then I have to go? Mm-hmm. Oh. But I was trying to think of that same one that Sean was trying to think of with the ogre dude. Is it called, like, Brick or something with a B? Um, help me out. Help a girl out. I have nothing for you. Mm. Hitch. Uh... Joey, do you have another one in mind? Because I really don't. I have one more. What is it? Tell me and I'll go. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I can't. I mean, I know he's in so many more movies, but he's I can't He's in like a space one with his kid where they're like oh. the only people left. Space kids. Okay. No. That's not it. All right. I'm done. I'm out. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Bad boys. Bad boys. Oh, too. yeah. <laughs> 
Sean's saying both of the bad boys. That's well, there's three. Boys and that's three. a third one. That'll be mine. Well, what is yours? Mine was going to be Aladdin, the live action. Oh. Ah. Yeah. I did see that. Ah. I, saw that movie. I liked that movie. Also, The Fresh the Prince part, of Bel Air. That's not a movie. That's not a movie. movie. Straight to DVD. Is it? So, You're are, a liar. Are you on his, I was wanting to say that. Are you on his website? Can you see what the Netflix one was called? Yeah, he's looking him up right now. I didn't know that was a Netflix one. Yeah, it went straight to Netflix. It was a bunch of advertisements. I know I always see it. And it did not go over well. I know I always saw it previewed there. Was it uh, Look at, Student see. of the Year 2? No. King <laughs> Richard? No. Spies in Disguise? No. It's bright, I think. Bright? Bright, yes. Bright sounds right. Oh. A few oh, years ago. Collateral Beauty. Yeah, he's in that. Collateral Beauty. Anchorman 2. He has a cameo. <laughs> oh. Secret Life of Bees. Can you bring that a little Oh, where's the one? He's did a we, fish. Did we say I Am Legend? Oh, yeah. That fish one is like the... He sings that car wash song in it. Splash? Ha- no, ha- something Tales? Haley said I Am Legend. Okay. I did. Jersey Girl and Ali and Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. An enemy of the state. Guys, I have to oh. admit that I love Wild Wild West. Oh, I love Wild Wild West, too. You're, you're the only one. Oh, what's it? Is it Fish Tales? Fish Tales, yeah. I believe that's Veggie Tales. No, no, you're wrong. Oh. I'm not the only one that loves that movie. It's very good. It was poorly received. It was poorly uh, received, Fish but Fish Tales is not among his... Uh, it like stands up. Okay, what's the movie called? Not Fish Tales. Not among his filmography. I don't know. No, that's what it's called. Was it Saving Fish? Shark Tale. Shark, Shark Tale. Shark Tales. That's like Fish Tales, but a little <laughs> different. Fish Tales. Fish Sticks. Fiffle Sticks. Well, what a, what a ride we had. Will Smith, thank you for making so many please, cinematic Please, please find the last movie I was talking about. Don't, don't exit the page. It's, Which one? It's like him and his son and his futuristic... And they're like, have to, they're the only person left on Earth that might be the name of the movie. Uh, Isn't that what I Am Legend is? No. no. It's well, co- I mean, it's similar, but it's different. Is it After Earth? After Earth. There we go. Not the only person left on Earth. After Earth. Danger is real. Fear is a choice. Oh. And Jaden Smith gets top billing on the poster. He's the first name, and Will Smith's the second name. Oh, okay. Well, you know, he's trying to get his son in the spotlight, too. That's they true. They share the spotlight. The I know. Oh, he was in concussion. God. Ah! He was. God, Sean. Sean with a record number of yells this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, it's going to be it's going to be magical. Well, it's I think apparently in student of the year too. Oh, uh, we can we yeah, we can get down this Will Smith rabbit hole, but it's probably a good place to wrap up. But Sean, you're going to have to guess next week's episode before we do that. Oh, he's an Anchorman too? I already said that. Haley, <laughs> do yes, you have I'm saying oh, like I didn't know. Do you have the timer? Did we say Hancock? Do you have the timer ready? I did. We said it all. We said it all. Sorry, that was inappropriate. Sean, the next episode is called Constituents Lunch. Joey does not seem sure. Go. Constituents Lunch. Uh, so maybe they get all the stakeholders that have uh, steaks, not meats, in Pawnee, and they're holding a lunch that will probably have steaks, and they will talk about things. <laughs> 
that are very important to them. And Leslie has to solve the problem. Okay, you can't you can't hear it, but it's going. Timer's going off. We're actually there. It is really quiet. Can we actually redo this again? Because I had the wrong name. <clears throat> What's the name? If you want to get another chance, Sean. Oh yeah. All right, go for it. The next episode is called Correspondence Lunch. Go. Sean. Correspondence Lunch. So all of the stakeholders. No. <laughs> uh, correspondence Lunch. Maybe there's a media. Like the White House does a correspondence dinner, even though Trump says, oh, we don't want to do that because I don't want to be made fun of. But the White House used to do a court. Oh, okay. Well, there's that. <laughs> I feel like you got off there for a second. <laughs> Because uh, I don't know if you guys know, but this was aired prior to uh, Trump's reign in office. So I'm saying, like, they probably just modeled it after the correspondence yeah. dinner. Well, okay, I can't. I, can't I think do that's anymore. a good guess. But the you media. Think Joan will be there. Liberal media should be way. I sure hope there. so. I hope Little Sebastian's there as well. But it's a lookalike. Bucky. Bucky the Sebastian. We haven't. We haven't seen any developments with Chris Traeger and Shauna Malway tweet. Yeah. She hasn't been on the last several episodes. Well, perhaps next week at a correspondence lunch. Something will happen. I've already forgotten. Correspondence meal. We'll have to tune in. Until then, why not give us a little little five-star rating? A little five-star rating review over on the Apple Podcasts or Give us a shout on Twitter or Facebook at Parks Wrecked Pod. Until then, Parks and Wrecked. This is the end of the podcast. It's over. You don't have to listen anymore. Podcast is over now. Thanks for tuning in. Close your app. Listen to the radio. Or listen to the next episode.